you know when a movie has so much happening that you can't remember like two minutes of it because the next two minutes is just another what the fuck yes that's what this movie is that's and i had to write is. notes yeah okay boyks for yeah. this movie i have a special thing that i have to admit to you okay don't worry i am here as somebody who is willing to help you yes tell me okay i wrote notes i am shocked i had to write notes because there's so much stuff welcome to rough cuts i did it for once i did my job Woo! Woo! Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. Uncle Pete, you can't lose Doggy Boogie. Dog dancing is your life. I'm going to shut it down. However, one amazing little doggy has other plans. And this little ball of fluff is my partner in crime, P. Joe. Care for that little mooch or her talk about doggy b i'm boyks this is Iliad. yeah huh doggy b is <laughs> an enigma inside a schrodinger's box inside an illusion the schrodinger's box is is this movie good or not and the answer is you don't know <laughs> you'll never know as soon as you open it up the waveform collapses and it's yeah it's like it but like you never get to open the box i never, never fully do. opened the box i still don't know if this movie is bad or not i feel like i didn't fully process the film even after watching it even after taking moments to be like i need to think about this i haven't my brain is still running math calculations floating in the air, trying to figure out if I liked this movie or not. <laughs> I had to I had to write notes, like I said. I so normally yeah. I don't actually because we watch the movie directly before uh doing the podcast. And I I write like a couple notes, but I don't generally write a, a lot of them. Um this one I found myself looking in the background and stuff for things. Like I wasn't like constantly scanning every single scene for every little detail because weirdly enough this movie goes into detail it has that there's like random sculptures in the background that are references to stuff in the movie like there's just yes so much like and when i say sculptures i mean there is a character uh who like thinks that the color orange is going to give healing auras to his injured dog and thus he eats and makes sculptures and necklaces and all kinds of weird shit out of pumpkin puffs? 
which are just very obviously Cheetos. It's it's pumpkin flavored Cheetos you eat with milk in a bowl. Yeah. 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 It's fucking weird. That's 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. That's the thing in Doggy B. Also known as Doggy Boogie, which why did they change the name? Well, also known as Doggy Boogie, get your girl. Which I was like, oh, that's a really stupid name for this. But then after but it, watching it, it actually, like, yeah, like it's good. It fits it, the film. <laughs> it, there's everything in the film. They have Shangri-La and like all, all kinds of things there's like so that. There's so many like, puns. Dog puns fucking everywhere. So yeah, the, the title of the movie is Doggy Bee in the States. Outside of the States and before it got released here, it was Doggy Boogie and Doggy Boogie Get Your Girl On. Uh, they also changed the like cover for the states so it's like a boxer with a dj booth wearing headphones like which rapping is not or something. this movie <laughs> no it's not it's a movie about like uh what the a dog dancing competition to save the dance studio if yes. you want to if you want to boil it down but boiling this movie down to a single sentence feels like a great disservice to what the fuck we watched yeah this movie it, the plot is that simple. The plot is entirely predictable. Um, there is a girl who wants to fall like so. She's got an uncle and her mom, and they're both like in a dog competition at the beginning, mm-hmm. and her dad's dead, and he was a dog competitor in this dog dancing thing. And then she's supposed to go off to law school, but she because like her uncle gets injured, like well the dog gets injured in the dance competition. They lose, right? Like, that's a whole thing. And, like, there's the villain that right. makes them lose and sabotages them. It's the great struggle of chaos versus compass with yes. John Cena narrating as the announcer. No, that's not John Cena. That's his dad. Come on. It's way too old to be John Cena. Unless John Cena at, like, 55 discovers a time machine and goes back. Or more like oh, 60, sorry. It's, it's San Gina. It's, it's legally distinct from John Cena. You can this still see him. This dude looks so much like fucking John Cena. It's weird. Like, he's a, he's a John yeah. Cena 20 years in the future. Like, he's wrinkled and older, and he's got gray hair, but, like, that's fucking John Cena, right? Like, it's Yeah. And the strange. uncle is 100% Mark Wahlberg. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. They, they have, like, a, a, like the, the general gist of the, the film, though, is then, like, they have the dog competition. She has to go and become a lawyer, but instead she goes, like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to follow my dad's footsteps, and they have a dog competition. And then she saves the day by, like, they win the dog competition. The guy that was injured gets his groove back, etc., etc., saves his dog. It could be a normal movie. Yeah, it's like a dog dodgeball or, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's any of those underground sports movies, like Mighty Ducks, or like, you know, we've got to save the local community center. Like, it's that thing. It's, But it's not a normal movie. No! <laughs> no, it's it like isn't! A, it's like no. a batshit crazy movie. Like I said, like, the actual plot, if you just, if you did just the plot and just the very, very basic surface level stuff, it sounds like that. But it's not that! <laughs> it's really no. not it it goes places uh mostly to shangri-la shangri-la so if this movie is like if you were watching a documentary about a crazy cult like a religious mm-hmm. cult just they they have a place in the basement that they do weird 
cult activity and worship some dark god. And it's that, but, like, everybody's in, like, feather boas and dancing. (laughs) With giant stage makeup and old dance costumes and, like, Cheeto sculptures everywhere. Like, you would expect this movie to end with somebody being murdered. (laughs) Yeah, that's... I, well, well, she wasn't uh, murdered. That's well, not fair. She was transformed into a dog and then let off in chains. They fucking King Konged her. They chained her up. I don't even. They chained her and dragged her off screen. I can't believe they shaggy dogged her. They fucking, <laughs> yes. They did a weird transformation scene. It didn't actually even look that bad no. is the funny thing. No, it didn't. Like, this movie, okay, so when we started this film, the opening of the film is the first dog competition. Yeah. The uncle, Peter Wolf, is there with his dog, as you said, Compass. And yep. then there's Chaos, which is the, the bad lady's dog. Her name is Miss Spinner. Gertrude yes. Spinner. Gertrude Spinner. And, like, we remember the names of the characters. How often does that happen? Never. One but, like, they're characters. Characters aren't typically a thing in the movies we watch. No. And in this one, like, they are larger-than-life characters. This is a hard movie to describe because, kind of like Yatterman before it, it is entirely visual as to why it's interesting. Like, so much of it is visual and, like, line delivery stuff. Like, it's yeah. not the plot and everything that's interesting. The plot is incredibly basic. But the delivery of lines the way that people act the the costumes the costumes and set design and shit is what makes this interesting but we saw at the beginning there was a sign that we were like oh no this is going to be really bad and unbearable to watch in that they're doing the dance competition and over the top of it they have the credits rolling and the credits are at like they're done in uh uh, PowerPoint, basically. It has to be PowerPoint, like, yeah. It looks like PowerPoint. Really bad. And let, like, four frames a second. <laughs> God, what? By the no, cycling comrades. Oh my god, like, the when they do those the titles, like, the they're for the really treat. bad for frame rate, right? Yeah, they're real low yeah, that's like, in the movie, by the way. That's not. Yeah, that's. I'm like, I'm just checking. I'm yeah. making sure because, like, that's not just me, right? That like, holy shit, dude! That fucking frame rate, cinematic. It's real bad. Our, it's our like theory at this point images. is this is going to be some love on a leash bullshit. They don't know how mm-hmm. to make a movie. And apparently, they know how to make a movie, they just don't know how to use, like, computer software to edit. Yeah. So it's like, okay. They understood how to, like, light scenes and how to have, um, like, cinematography in it a little bit and stuff like that. They just absolutely could not figure out software. Yeah, there was. There's good shots. There's, like, well-made sets. Every scene is visually interesting to the way where it's overbearing. Yes, it is is. an assault on your senses during every second of this film. And it's not 
like it's not uh, it, like don't get me wrong it's this is not Yatterman. it's not incredible looking like Yatterman no. looks incredible like that movie is visually stunning it looks great this one is a decent budget film like it's competent it, i don't want to like hype it up for yeah, sure it's quirky it's quirky sure. and interesting and like as a really low budget kind of film it's done really well but it's not you're not gonna get like a high budget Yatterman, like wild CG effects and really visually stunning scenes. It's just that there is, for a small indie film, stuff going on in the background of every scene, and the shots are done competently enough that it's always interesting. Yeah. So let's get back to the plot a little bit. At the beginning, there's the initial dance competition the uncle peter wolf is yes. dancing with his wonderful doggo and gertrude and miniature... i want to just talk about all the dogs in this movie a little bit like every time that we introduce a dog the dogs are characters they have personality they're wonderful i want to acknowledge them for once they're this very is cute his dog compass which is a miniature schnauzer and is always in a costume all the dogs have their own little dance costumes and stuff too there's never a scene where the dogs aren't in some kind of wig or like dance outfit or fancy cones later on, even to show that they're injured. Like it's incredible. Anyway, sorry. I just really, really cute little miniature schnauzer. I, I love this dog. Okay. So the dog is making a jump to do like a crazy spin or something crazy. It was supposed to do the double flip, the double flip. And Gertrude takes out her evil cosmetic mirror and blinds peter wolf in the face causing the dog to not be caught and very very gravely get injured <laughs> oh oh no they're sabotaging it with an ancient artifact compass has air he, he's going for the flip wait he's going for a double holy but I mean, everybody would have seen the. That would be much. super obvious. Yeah, I don't. Compass, mm. what? Why would the dog get hurt? Because the guy got. I can't believe she killed a dog in the first like five minutes of the movie. Man, she did it in the mirror too, huh? Yeah, they have this weird like. Off the screen, and then the dog's like laying down. And it's like, oh no! Yeah, the whole time we're seeing the crowd, they're reacting to it. Somebody's holding up a sign that says "No Dogeroids." <laughs> yeah, they've got signs of "No Dogeroids" all over the place, which we will put up Stop on the cheating. Twitter account. Yeah, we're gonna put this up on the Twitter. We're gonna have some stills from this show because the "No Dogeroids" has a very buff dog, like yeah. anthropomorphized dog on it, and a big "No" sign through it. It. There's care in a lot of this movie that just doesn't deserve it. Like, this movie doesn't need to have all this, but it makes it work. It's, yeah, it's wild. We move from there to our other main character, uh, mm. which is the daughter of Law Woman, who is part of one of the, the worst law things you can possibly do, because she's a lawyer for, like, accident cases, but, like, the shit that gets advertised late at night on television not like the actual legit lawyers. 
She's like a better call Saul. Yeah, they well, they go so hard in the paint for this. I kind of loved how they did all this. Like, again, all yeah. the characters are, they're really, really over the top. And they're very cut out, kind of generic in a way. Like, they don't really have arcs. But they're interesting anyways. Like, her ringtone, this is the best way to sum up her character. Her ringtone is an ambulance siren. Yes. <laughs> and her slogan is get hit, get rich quick. Yeah, get hit, get rich is what it is. That's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Her, her slogan is literally, we're going to fuck someone over and take all their money. Hello, yeah. how's it going? I'm going to I'm gonna commit a fraud. If you want to commit a fraud, I'm your lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> you, you throw yourself in front of traffic, hey, I'm there for you. <laughs> Call me at 1 a.m. So she's completely lost control of her life and her job and is ignoring both her dog and her daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. Her daughter wants to instead become a dancer, like her dad, who died in a horrible accident, and like her uncle, Peter Wolf. Yeah. They never really explain much about the dad, but it doesn't really matter. It's just kind of... It's whatever. a dog movie. One of the parents has to be dead. That's just how it works. <laughs> you don't understand. No, I... Hey, I understand. I've got to explain it for the listeners. Somebody might be new. We get new people on the podcast. We've got to explain to them. They don't know things like Toy Dad. They don't know no, about don't know Toy, Toy Dad. dad. <laughs> Look, we're just lucky we didn't see the dad die on screen. All right? That's, that's Well, or the dog get hit. Or the screen, dog die. Yeah, it's become a 90% ghost. 90% of these films. And then is a cop dog again, because fucking cop dog. Comes back as a ghost. Yes. So anyway, the dog is dying <laughs> and faints at some point while the two are talking. Uh, this is Peugeot, who's a, yes. a very adorable, curly, white, like, toy dog. It's like a, yeah, like a toy poodle. It, it, kind I, mean, of? I don't know if it's a poodle, but like maybe a poodle mix of some kind. Yeah. Um, all the dogs do really good tricks and stuff. It, it lays down and it looks like it's dead. Like they do like a play dead thing, and it's like, oh no, Pijo fainted. It totally looks like it's just waiting to get its belly rubs. But yeah, whatever. it looks like it wants belly rubs. She calls nine one one and orders a yes. dog ambulance. This universe is wild, man. She's like, quick, call the vet, and it's like, why aren't you calling them? And it's like, okay, and she calls and she's like, we're at fourteen Terrier Terrace. Like, so many dog puns. <laughs> their fucking street is named after dogs, and they show up in, like, a dog ambulance. This feels like a Twilight Zone episode where dogs are the center of the world, right? Yeah! Like, these dog dancing competitions are, like, they're huge stars and stuff. It's weird. So she calls the doctor, and the doctor brings his magical black friend. Oh... I kind of forgot about how racist this is. So the dog doctor's like, there's nothing wrong with this dog. It's just fading because reasons. And the magical black friends with a Jamaican accent that they made sure to point out in the very poorly written subtitles that sometimes have words written above that they forgot to write into the sentence, but they threw in just so you remembered. Jamaican accent. God damn it. I didn't write a note on that. I should. So their magical black friend is like. Oh, yes, you also need to get these magical healing powers for your dog. I know just the place. It's Shangri-La. No, you need to do it the way that he does it, Boyks. Come on, do your... <laughs> I I am not going to do a racist no, accent. No, not do it. It's no. real bad. It's, it's really bad. bad. 
they're leaving at that point because they're like, hey, fuck you. I'm not into alternative medicine. What do you think this is? Which we'll get to that. The dog, like the 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 dog doctor, fires him on the spot. He like sure rips does. his label off his shirt, and we should say this: the shirts they're wearing look like fucking clown outfits. They look like weird outfits. Yeah. It's really good. Like they this look movie like is clowns. is very pro alternative medicine, by the way, because the uh, director yes. is a writer of self help books, mm-hmm. and it's very obvious. It's really good. Uh, the dog jumps in the car with their magical black friend, and the guy drives off without realizing the dog is even there. I think. hold up, hold up, hold up. Right? What about the what about the car? You cannot just say that it jumps in the car and All not right. explain the fucking car. Let's talk about the ninety-eight cent Rosart marker car. <laughs> <laughs> it is covered in markers, like the whole thing. And- the whole yeah. thing, the entire car is absolutely covered in markers and has a little decal on the window that says like Art Fest 97 or something. It's 05. Yeah. 05. Yeah. I remember okay. so many details because it's so visually interesting. So here, he says it's covered in markers. So when you think covered in markers, what do you think? Like, oh, there's markers inside all over the floor. It's messy. No, they fucking glued markers to the outside of the car, onto the hubcaps, onto the roof, everywhere. The whole thing in lines, in circles, in designs, and patterns. It's an art car. It's a. It's a. It's an art project. It's like yes. A, it is a driving art project, and they. Why did they use this car, Boyks? Because someone they knew had it. That's right. <laughs> That's the only reason. Because it is in this movie for two scenes. It's in for when he drives the dog, like the dog jumps into the car. She yep. jumps into a taxi because she's supposed to be going to the law school. And instead she's like, no, chase after that dog. And she yep. they chase after the car. She then jumps in the car with him and's like, fine, take me to Shangri-La. And then they he drops her off at Shangri-La and is never seen again. <laughs> yeah, that black just friend's gone. just gone. Yeah. Yeah. He just drives her away in his magical marker van, and then, well, not van, but you know what I mean, like, mar- marker car. His and then magical marker this 1992 Toyota, uh, it's not a Camry, it might be a Camry, it's, it's like it's... a super cheap car. <laughs> you can't tell what it is underneath all the markers, like, no. it is coated in markers. Like you said, like, the hubcaps are in markers. The turning lights are markers, but, like, they're done in a way so that you can still see the turning lights. Like, every single... The mirrors, like, everything is markers. It's buck-fucking-wild. It's so weird. And then she gets out, and it's just gone. And no, yeah. she never does, like, a, a like double-take and goes, like, oh, my God, your car is an art project. They just never mention it. No, nope. It's just, that's the world we live in, is that's that the world fucking we live marker in. car exists. Like, every extra... Well, and, oh god, like, even in this chase scene, to give an idea, when they're doing the chase scene, the car is driving away from her taxi, and they have to stop because a bunch of people cross the road, and they're a, like, hippie marching band with, like, bongo drums, and, like, again, big, like, feathery dance costumes they're wearing, like, boas and stuff. These are just people walking down the street! This alternate universe they live in is amazing it's unreal the whole thing is so fucking wild every scene is dripping with some weird shit in the background this is this is like a wild 
completely different look at San Francisco because that's where they're supposedly at compared to All Dogs Go to Heaven 2, I want to point out. <laughs> this is like, this like is the world that Twilight Zone. Want. <laughs> this is... This is what uh, this is what Carlson Carlson is. Yeah. Yeah, San yeah, Francisco yeah. is. Like, that's yeah. what this is. It's, it is some, like, conservative fever dream of San Francisco, but also played as if it's a good thing, which is cool because it is kind of a good thing. Like, it, it actually rules. Everybody's weird and strange and wild, and it's just kind of played totally straight. Like, nobody ever looks at somebody and goes like, why are you wearing that? Like, there's none of that. Nobody, nobody, nobody acknowledges anything in this movie. It's just no. that's the way it is. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Everybody dresses in shirts that are like the old like bubble textures from Windows ninety eight screensavers yeah. and shit. Like it's, <sighs> all the outfits are insane. Anyway, point being is they go into Shangri La and they meet two more characters. Dottie, which is actually Jane Weedlin, Joan of Arc from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, as well as the singing telegram girl from Clue. I am your singing telegram. And I forget what the other character's name was. I but, don't remember her. That but one essentially, I don't remember. Uh, they're both like chakra waving hippie yippies yeah they're not hold and up scam it's artists not, it's not chakras hold up i yeah. wrote all this down okay that's dog shas dog shas they have to and, get her and, dog shot yes and barkananda at barkananda yep. yeah and right, then yeah. there's a sign that says dognosis for dognosis that comes which up will later come up later <laughs> Oh my god, they set things I up thought that that was going to be a throwaway thing because it's just on their sign. Like, they've got a bunch of other things, too. I can't remember all of them. There's a bunch yeah. of dog puns for, like, weird Reiki and all kinds of absolute bullshit like that. But then they just, I don't know, man, they they bring back Dognosis. They do it. They, yeah. they go there. So they're trying to scam her into joining this hippie cult, essentially. To try and heal her dog, which cannot be healed by normal medical means. I want to point that out. That is yeah. what they're doing. They take a picture of the dog's aura with their aura camera. Aura. Yes. So that they, yes. So that they can then do their weird, like, dog shot unlock thing and fix the dog's aura and it'll become a good dog again. I don't know. This is some hippie bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It's just a pinpoint where we need to work. Now, you see this murky mm. yellow blob right here? That's PJ's problem spot. No, well, that's why your is it coming camera. Out of me too? Yeah. Parkinanda. Parkinanda. Oh, what's I, happening? What is what did it fucking... What's barking I what? I... The set design on this is actually amazing. It is. Ultimate bliss. So Barkinanda's and is an ancient system for aligning the three dog shows. The dog shows. No. No. To figure out how to work it out. They quote her forty five hundred dollars, and she says that's outrageous. Hundred dollars. 
That it's, is outrageous. It is fucking outrageous. It's uh, it is outrageous. And instead, she mentions, "Oh, well, I know Peter Wolf," because she notices a fucking creepy ass shrine that they have in their hippie <laughs> place with like bobbleheads with his face and pictures that have been kissed with lipstick and like and kisses all over them. They're uh, it's in so weird. They have all these like magazine cutouts of his face. Uh, and she's like, hey, I know that guy. He's my uncle. I'll I'll introduce you to him if you let me into your weird hippie cult. Yeah, which I was like, oh my god, she needs to talk to her uncle about this first because no. <laughs> um like this seems really unfortunate to send these women to him. Because oh my god. It's oh bad. no. It's real scary. They of course accept. And take her down to their basement with their other magical black friend. Which is yeah, also very I, awful. I would like to point out, you were like, no, it's going to be weird, white. Like, you're always labeled as the dog movie prophet because you yeah. get all this stuff right. But this time I was like, I'm like, no, they're going to have another magical black friend that runs this place. And you're like, no, it's going to be like some white women or something like that. I'm like, that's that's the only black person in this film. I'm like, nope, they're definitely going to have another black magical black person. And they did. She's the one that runs the Doga, which is the Doga. Doga. It's Doga. Dogs. Doga. So it's super weird because they apparently think Jamaicans made chakra and yoga and like all this. Yeah. I don't know why they thought this, but that's what yeah. they're associating these people with. Yeah. And it's very weird. It's very weird, and it's really, really racist and tropey. It's not good. Like, I, I like a lot of what this film does. Yeah. This stuff sucks. This it's stuff awful. really sucks. It's really awful. But anyways, so then she's, like, sitting there going, like, Ooh, I'm a mystical black lady, so you must do the doga, and unleash your chakra, and reach Barkananda. And, yeah, it does all of that with them and says about like why the dog is fainting because it's got these blocked chakra lines or something and it's i don't know magical mumbo jumbo alternative medicine bullshit yes sure okay that's fine now we still need to deal with the dance school because apparently peter wolf's dance school which is just his basement where he invites people to dance very provocatively with their dogs with their dogs <laughs> um, is going to close down because he doesn't have enough money to keep the house because he had a mortgage and he had to sell the mortgage yada 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 um, and because Gertrude is screwing with his mail and like removing bills and payments that he has to make so he doesn't know about it so he misses them so that she and can so get that the she place can, like, down. Yeah, she wants to shut it down just because she's evil and hates him. She's a very like Cruella Deville kind it's of. It's extremely Cruella. Yeah, like she, but she likes dogs. Like she never mistreats her dog or anything like that. They don't show no. her that. Well, mm, I guess she's giving. Well, we'll get into the dog. We'll get to that. The dog roids come back. Dog roids are great. Come back. But like, so, so I guess that that would be abuse. But other than that, like it, it doesn't make it like she's you know, like, hitting the dog, or like, oh, you stupid mutt, like, there's none of that, yeah. there's, but she's just kind of, she, everybody else has, like, their weird dance costumes, and, like, early on, Peter Wolf is in this big, like, stage makeup, if you've ever, um, seen dancers, like, they, 
they really overdo their makeup because people have to see it from like the back rows and stuff. It's a stage makeup thing. Like stage makeup is really, really overdone. And he's in this big stage makeup and costume for the opening scenes, obviously, when he's doing the dance competition. And so is Gertrude, we assume. But then we see her here and she's still in like this giant weird no, dance wig and just how she looks and yeah. like nails. And it's uh, like, oh, okay, that's, that's just her. Uh, all right, <laughs> they just, that's, no, that's Gertrude. That's that's what she is. And I'm like, all right, I'm in for it. And also in the background, when she's messing with his mail, I want to point out uh, that there is UPS shows up, mm-hmm. but it's not UPS, it's P-U-P-S, it's Pups. Yep. They, they have an in-universe <laughs> delivery service. That is dog-related, yeah, for no reason. It's so... There's so many little things. And, like, that's just a throwaway thing. There's somebody that shows up, delivers a package, and then goes back into the van and drives off. And they don't address any of that at all. It's just normal The whole point is just to make thing. the scene more interesting. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, which is good. It does that. That is interesting. I saw that and I was like, man, that's fucking weird. That's cool. All right, sure. It just goes for it. The hippie takes our uh, daughter of lawyer girl, lawyer woman, to a jewelry store because she has a dog collar from her dead dad's championship dog as well as a ring mostly she's going to try and sell this ring right so she brings the ring to the counter this fucking high as shit lady who's probably been doing whippets <laughs> oh my god she is dissociating hard holy like, shit she is not there for this scene. no i don't think she's acting either no like, a couple of times the person that's uh with her goes like like ma'am hello like she's and, like legitimately concerned yeah yeah like constantly is like she go oh she okay so she walks over uh and like tries to sell the ring and she goes, oh, I'll give you 150 for that. Which, I mean, she needs... Now they also knew 000? about the the, yeah. the house being shut down. So she's like, oh, I need $25,000 for all of these things. And wants to sell a ring for that. This cheap-ass Cracker Barrel ring. And she's like, I'll give you 150 And she's like, oh, oh, damn. And then the girl with it goes, no, 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 no shiny alert and picks yeah, up a wand no, it's, and it's like not shiny alert it's no, sparkle oh sparkle, is it sparkle alert? alert yeah okay what a sparkle alert shiny alert i what the fuck ever i don't this is a sparkle alert what <laughs> are you sure that there's nothing you can do I... What? The stones on this pendant are magnificent. This could bring you half of what you request. What? What the fuck? Sure. Just a pendant. My dad gave it to me. It's all I have left. And like grabs like this big weird bejeweled wand from the table. And waves it in the lady's face a bunch like she's hypnotizing her. And the lady kind of snaps back into reality and stops dissociating for a second. And is like, oh, that dog collar. That thing's worth 12 grand, sure. And was willing to give her half of the money. So she's willing to give her like 
$13,000 or something for this fucking dog. Sure. Collar, which, yeah, okay, that's not a pe- cheap piece of shit. Whatever. <laughs> I'll believe it. Uh-huh. And, okay. yeah, then she wanders... She wanders off the scene, though. She's like, I'll give you $12,000 for it. And then she turns around and walks away and leaves. There, There is a, a large amount of characters that just spin off off camera. <laughs> they yeah, just on like, camera and they spin off camera. They do a literal spin. Like, a, <laughs> a dance move off yeah. screen is pretty much all of the entrances and exits. I'm done now. Huh. Yep. <laughs> I need. I'm needed by my people. Goodbye. <laughs> it keeps <laughs> happening. Spin out. One other plot point to mention is that there is also the nephew of Gertrude, mm-hmm. who is at the dance studio with Peter Wolf, and that's where he gets introduced to the daughter of the lawyer woman, which is also, I guess, Peter Wolf's niece. Yes. So they get introduced, and Gertrude is there trying to get their nephew or her nephew, I guess, to join the dance studio because she's good at competition, but she's not good at teaching or something. I assume it was for, like, trying to infiltrate and destroy it from the inside or something was her intent. I don't actually yeah, know. Yeah, she says that. She says that a couple okay. times to him. She's like, you're there to gather information and take it down kind of thing. You're not there to be friends, so yeah. But this Tony that. Hawk motherfucker... <laughs> It's oh my god! So in yeah. on this dancing, he's like, "Oh, I like dancing. This is great." Oh he's wow, amazing! <laughs> also, I, you're missing the other important character introduction here because you're introducing yeah. uh, him, who I don't even remember his name. He doesn't matter. But right. also, oh, Roman Spinner. I just saw it Roman, on the IMDb. Roman, Roman, yeah, yeah Roman yeah. Spinner. You also have his dog Raz, who is yeah. this really, really cute little Chihuahua that never does anything. But it's just kind of sitting there, just... Every single scene that they have in this show, they don't necessarily focus the dogs in the foreground much. Like, the dogs aren't talking, they're not that kind of thing, so it's not like dogs doing stunts all the time on screen. But there is, like, what, 50% of the shots in this movie have a dog in it, in the background, foreground, like, somewhere. There is a cute dog doing a thing. There is always a dog laying down, getting belly grubs in the background, being held by somebody. And Raz is no exception. Raz is always in a tiny little, like, hand-knit sweater, just kind of being cuddled by this guy in his arms. And it fucking rules. I love Raz. Raz is great. Anyway, there's Raz. That's the important part. And then he's attached to Roman, some dumbass He's attached to Roman. So our Tony Hawk dumbass motherfucker Roman. He is a we'll get into that he is fucking stupid this dude is a goddamn idiot he is brainless as shit he makes Kronk from Emperor's New Groove look like a genius they have a very like Kronk and whatever her name was vibe like they kind of look like that honestly it's very similar so anyways they go back to a scene back at their house where Gertrude and Roman are talking this scene is fucking wild (laughs) (laughs) this is the scene where i finally was like because before that there was like the mystical black magic people and stuff that was like oh kind of you know i don't didn't like that and it had gone for some things but it wasn't really insane yet and then this scene came up and i'm like fuck it i'm in i'm you got me movie yeah i'm i'm here for it Gertrude is taking off her costume in the background as they're conversing about their plans to destroy Peter Wolf's doggy boogie school and 
win the next national competition. As she's taking off her hair, something very interesting happens, and I'll let you uh, explain yes! this. Okay, good. Because I'm sorry, you yeah. can hear me like yeah. squeaking in yeah. the background because yeah. I'm so excited. She's a fucking wind-up doll. <laughs> she's fucking. She's got a wind-up thing on her head. She has this device that is so. Have you heard of facelifts, Boyks? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of facelifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go in, get surgery, and yeah. No, no, no. What the fuck are you talking about? That's not a facelift. A facelift is where you get a giant wind-up device and hide it under your wig, and you tape the big wires to your cheeks, and then as you wind it up, it pulls your face up so that it's tight again. Oh. And you hide it under your wig. That's stupid, There's your facelift. But I love it. <laughs> It looks wild. It's this huge, like, brace wind-up device that, like I said, it, it's a facelift. It it holds her face up. I, what? Uh, what? Does what? she have, is she a fucking wind-up doll? Oh, it's for her cheeks. Oh! That's... Oh, God. That's terrifying. Doggy boogie to spy, not make friends. Why though? Yes, auntie. Oh my god! It looks like some of the scary parts of Return to Oz. Yes. Like you would, you would show this to a child, and they would be traumatized. Yes. Yeah. It's it's really good though for the villain. Like that. Yes. That's kind of great. It works. It works really well. And then she opens up the dog dance Bible. I will let you have the dog dance Bible. Yeah. So she opens up the dog Renomicon, which has different <laughs> dance moves of various, like, dogs jumping over legs and doing flips. And she's like, hey, I'm going to do a double flip because the dog Bible only has a single flip. And that's, nothing can beat a double flip. <laughs> It's even better than this dark magic dog Bible. Yeah. And the whole time, the whole time Chaos, her dog, is walking on a treadmill and oh, they pull out right. the doggeroids and yeah. inject some doggeroids into Chaos. Like, we're also doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and like, when we say the dog Bible, it has dog teeth on the inside of it. Like, it's got like canines in it, embedded yes. in the like covers. And it's, like, full of dark magic scribbles and yellow It's pages. drawn in human blood. You don't understand. <laughs> it's fucking unreal. It's so fucked up. And it rules. The front of it looks like dog skin. Like, it looks like a Necronomicon, like you said. Like, it looks like it's stretched out dog face yeah. as the cover. And she has to unlock it with, like, this intricate locking me mechanism. Holy shit, dude. It's Holy so wild. Holy shit. This is where this movie finally is like, all right, fucking gloves off, motherfuckers. Welcome to the universe of this movie. And it just goes for it. it oh, yeah. If we hadn't seen Yatterman like three episodes before this, I would have been so impressed by this movie. As it is, this movie feels so much more grounded, but like, it's pretty insane. It goes, it goes places. Oh. <sighs> At this point, there's this separate side plot going on of lawyer mom 
looking for her lost dog, which the daughter just took to dance school and didn't tell her. Yeah, because she thinks that her daughter is at the, uh, like, oh, God, I can't remember college, the name of the fake college that they did. Yeah, See, they, they, like they could have made a joke school. and just called it Barkley College, and they didn't. They chose something fucking stupider. <laughs> And it's yeah, fine. and it wasn't even a pun. It was just like the University of Berk, uh, Berenstein. You of the Berenstein Bears University. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. I don't, I don't know. know. They could have definitely done a dog pun. There's this whole subplot of the the lawyer mom looking for their dog, and there's a bunch of random people showing up with like dogs that look similar, dogs that don't even look remotely close, and then there's Hang Ten Cat. <laughs> Who is my favorite dog? I forgot about Hang Ten Cat. I love Hang Ten Cat. Holy shit. Hang Ten Cat shows up at her door, so she's putting up the signs for this lost dog, and people just start showing up with other dogs, and they're like, well, I'm gonna give it to the pound and kill it if you don't take it. Yeah, I'll murder this dog. Like, that's what they say. They literally tell me that. They're like, well, the next stop's the fucking pound, so I guess we're going there. She's like, no. This... this woman has completely lost control of her life to the point where later on she's a fucking mess, shoving ice cream in her face with food everywhere. <laughs> yeah, in this montage, she's, like, covered in shit and grime, yeah. and, like, Ooh. her hair is just all askew, and her, like, lipstick is all over her eyes even and shit, and she's, like, just stuffing in donuts covered in ice cream into her gaping mouth. It's so it's good. fucking wild. But in the middle of this, one of the people that shows up at the door is has a cat, just an orange yeah. cat, with a sign around its neck that says, Hang Ten, and wearing a fucking, like, uh, flower wreath as yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's like, a Leia the... and, like, a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yes! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> it says Hang Ten! And it shows up a couple more times just in the background randomly, wearing the Hawaiian shirt with a Hang Ten. And you would think that the cat would be, like, really upset about this. Like, cats. They get the dogs into, like, wigs and stuff in almost Mm -hmm. every scene. Like, every scene that they have with these dogs, when we're talking about the dogs, they're always in an outfit. But you assume, like, okay, maybe you can do that with some dogs. That I don't know how they get all of them into all of the costumes and have them looking like they do. But it's kind of impressive. But you're like, okay, a cat is not going to do that. This cat's going to look unimpressed as shit. That cat looks chill as hell. <laughs> that, that looks cat, like the chillest. That, cat that is a hang ten fucking cat, man. Hang ten energy. <laughs> <laughs> he is the physical embodiment of hang ten. This fucking cat. This cat is like just chilling out wearing this Hawaiian shirt. It. They. I don't know where they found this cat. But this cat is the best. This cat is absolutely just. Like you said, Hang Ten Energy, the physical embodiment, it rules. During all of this, uh, the the niece and Roman are dancing in the underground dance dog dojo that is Doggy Boogie. Uh, and becoming closer as, I guess, love interest, garbage, nonsense, whatever. Uh, The whole point is Roman starts telling them about the dog dance Bible and that there's no way they're going to win because they're all hack frauds and nothing can beat a double flip. And their uncle had agreed to give them only the basics, not anything else. Only the basics. You can't do anything difficult. Yes. 
you can't you don't have the you don't have the heart to do anything more difficult than that because he's he's worried because of his own dog that was injured mm -hmm. and is still injured um i guess Compass, it never really got resolved yeah. no compass in every scene is wearing a cone but like it's wearing a cone that is covered in jewels and feather boas and it's always a different one there must be like a dozen cones that it wears throughout this whole movie it's great yeah. there's even a throwaway scene when they come in to see the uncle at one point where the dog's just sitting on the couch and the uncle's not there yet and he's like he comes in with them and when the, the dog hears the door the dog runs to its cone and like shoves its head in the cone to get the cone on that's a good scene actually it was really good compass is a good dog uh but yeah, so they're doing their dance moves. They're doing their dance move. He's telling them about the dangerous double flip. The niece then does a difficult trick of trying to have the dog jump over her leg. And Pijo just zonks out mid-jump and is passed out on the floor again, I guess. Because of its bad chakra. It's, it's dog bad shot. chakra. So they, they rush... Uh, Pijo over to Shangri-La. They sh throw her over to the magic black lady because I guess and they bring Peter Wolf and uh, Compass mm -hmm. over to the Dognosis lady instead. Dognosis. A Dognosis? <laughs> oh god. Oh, she touched his ass. Oh. Welcome to Dogosis. <laughs> Today, oh you will assist our companions to unleash their inner puppies. They bring back Dognosis. And this is where we learn a dark secret about Peter Wolf. Inside of Dognosis, this scene actually made me a little sick because they have a spinning wheel thing that's those... Like the, I mean, like the hypnosis wheels, like white and black mm -hmm. spinny lines with like bones all around the outside of it, like dog bones that are all multicolored and glitter. And they spin it and hypnotize all of the people there and their dogs. They only hypnotize the people, though, and that's the dark secret. And she's like, okay, now you're hypnotized. Raise your right paw. And Peter Wolf does, making <laughs> him an obvious dog in this movie. It's true. He's he's a dog the whole time. Now give me a thousand dollars. Yeah, so he randomly yeah. gets dog dognotized, and they, and now he's a completely different person, right? He's confident. He, he gets his groove back. Yeah, he's got his they basically back. They, yeah. that fixes him. It it aligns his dog shows as well, and he goes back home and is like, "No, we need to feel the dance." And he goes back to his roots of dance, and he's like, "No, we can, we can do anything. We're gonna do just complicated do, moves, do jazz Follow improv." What the fuck is jazz? This? Wait, hey, Peter, you, you want, want us to do improv to jazz? Improv dance? Cha -cha. I don't. So now he's <laughs> he's opened up because he went to Dognosis. Because he got hypnotized. Joy. Yeah, like he's it's back to himself. Dance like it's nobody's business. What is going on? Welcome home, Peter Wolf. Yeah, improv dance. 
which is not how you dance. You can't do that. That's not, that doesn't work actually. <laughs> but you know, whatever. It, it's fine. And he, they come up with a plan yeah. to do a triple flip because fuck mm-hmm. the double flip. <laughs> oh, I'll fucking wreck her. Double flip. Watch this shit, you bitch. Triple flip time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's they they have their plan for the championship. Now Roman goes back to their house with Gertrude, uh, his aunt, and he's eating fucking Cheetos and milk. Yeah. No, it's not <sighs> Cheetos. It's pumpkin puffs. Pumpkin puffs and milk, which are in every fucking scene. It's like they got a goddamn endorsement from pumpkin puffs. But there's no such fucking thing as pumpkin puffs. It's weird as shit. Anyways, he's drinking it. He's eating it from a bowl. Gertrude pulls a fucking emperor from Star Wars on him. He's like, yes, come to the dark side. (laughs) That girl you're with doesn't even like you. She just wanted your Dagrenomicon knowledge. Yes. Yeah, she's like, oh, she only told you that she liked you after you unlocked the Dagrenomicon for her, didn't she? (laughs) He's like... Yeah, she did. Shit, that's true. <laughs> They've got like these like blue light, like dark lighting and stuff. Like that's yeah. why it looks Star Wars esque, is because they've got this lighting on it that's like really dark and moody and stuff. And this oh dude is—he's absolutely like a fucking crock stand-in. He he's just believes so whatever crunk. somebody tells him. He's a goddamn idiot. He'd have been perfectly played by Patrick Warburton. Like, God, I mean, I would have loved that. Patrick Warburton could have been played in every, every single person in yeah, this. But... Yeah. He's it, it's he's got like that kind of energy as a character. The actor can't pull it off, unfortunately. Not not really. No, that actor but, fucking blows. <laughs> that actor was really bad. I don't know if he was kind of going for that though. Like he almost seems like he's acting bad on purpose. It's it's a thing. He's got an energy, I guess. Now that we've broken those two up in some way, uh, we go to the championship. Gertrude is taunting Peter Wolf by doing the mirror thing again, just to show him, like, hey, I hurt your dog, fucker. <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, she she just tells him, like, yeah, you know how you got all fucked up? That was me, bitch. Suck me, nuts. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, flips him off and walks out of the room. It's amazing. No, she doesn't leave because no, something I know. happens. I'm... She would have. Play with me in the space. Play I will with me not in play space. with your bit because it leads into a better bit the movie wrote. That's true. <laughs> okay, fair. So so Roman makes up with niece person uh, and is like, okay, yeah, she lied to me. So I'm going to get back at her and I'm going to tell everybody what she's been doing. So she, not only does she use the Dogranomicon to come up with dance moves she didn't even come up with. But she's also using doggeroids and pulls out this huge fucking, like, uh, God, it looks like a cyberpunk, like, needle prop from a different movie. Yeah, well, and also, the case that it's in is a fucking coffin. Yes! Like, it's a little drug coffin. It's a drug coffin. They have a drug coffin, boinks. Boinks. God, I I'm wish gonna I had say a drug this again. Coffin. I just want a drug coffin. <laughs> they have a drug coffin <sighs> for their doggeroids. So you could do so many things with a drug coffin. I, I want a drug coffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so he's telling them all about the doggeroids. 
Uh, Gertrude gets mad about it and gets, I think, accidentally stabbed in the hand. Oh, no, it's not accidental. No, it's not. It is pretty malicious. It's pretty on purpose. He grabs the dog roid and just jabs it into her hand and injects her with it. In one of the wildest scenes in this movie, despite the fact of what we've already been telling you about this whole time. This whole movie is fucking wild. She starts transforming Shaggy Dog style with fur around her face and then a muzzle and then a dog tongue. And she just goes full-on fucking werewolf. What the f- Oh, God! Oh, oh my oh, God! Oh. What? I did I... not expect a transformation scene. Oh. oh. What the fuck? We need to get a death scene for this woman? Oh my... Where is she? What the f- Hi. They're gonna leash her? Oh my god, they're chaining her! What are they doing? What is this? What's happening? What is this universe? It's not Earth. It's not here. She gets like a full like like the saggy jowls of a dog and stuff and like a dog nose. And then the dog police, I guess. Dog police. Dog police. Dog police if you haven't. <laughs> it's a thing. Dog police. These people show up in, like, red shirts and just with a chain. And I mean, like, a, like, It's like a literal, like. Yeah, it's Yeah, like a truck chain, like like a towing chain. And they wrap her in chains and drag her out of the movie, never to be seen again because of her doggeroid usage. This universe is fucking wild, dude. So we still need to do the yes, the final dance scene. competition. But before that, lawyer mom shows up and has finally gotten control of her life and realized that her daughter is actually important to her. And she's really bad at dealing with pets. And she probably shouldn't have one because she would kill it. Yes. And she brings back the collar that the daughter sold to try and get back the doggy boogie school. Mm-hmm. I don't remember she, why she found it, but I she guess she bought, told... She talked to the uh, uh, uncle. She talked to yeah. Peter Wolf and got, got it back somehow. Because Gertrude had called her in a weird French accent and been like, Oh, I know where your little doggy is. It's at the... I, that's a yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> but, that's not a French accent, but I'll take it. It's, it's about as accurate as her French accents, to be fair. Because she just talks like this and then occasionally goes... Oh, we la la. <laughs> sure, but she like the the two French words to... a white person would know is yeah. how she does it. Yes. <laughs> du fromage. Yes, yes. it's uh, the omelette du fromage call. Yes, she tells her that like, oh, I know that your daughter is with the at the dance studio and isn't really at law school, and tells her that. And 
But then the mom shows up and is like, I don't hate you. I love that you're, you know, pursuing your dreams and go do the thing that killed your dad or something, I guess. Or whatever. I don't know. And gives her the collar. So she goes to the dance competition. She's watching all these other dancers. There's some really good dogs doing really cool tricks with hula hoops and jumping through legs. And it's very cute. Yeah, they have, a, like, there's some legit stunts and dance yeah. moves and stuff here. Uh, there's... I mean, there are legit stunts. There are. There's also the double flip. There's also the double flip, which is There's like also a, a, the a still least shot. legit stunt yeah. of all time. A still shot of the dog with a PNG image with the background cut out, flipped very slowly in in software <laughs> twice. Oh. It's completely still the whole time. That's yeah, certainly like, a thing. Yeah, yeah they uh, they cut out the dog. It's the dog cutout that. Like you said, rotates very yep. slowly. And that dog gets a 10-10-9, which is almost a perfect score. So mm-hmm. uh, our our niece-daughter character gets pissed at the judges. So like, hey, what the fuck? Why are you giving that one like a 10-10-9 when this dog doing hula hoop tricks is way better? You don't do anything. You are not giving any credit to newbies. And this unjust system of dog rating <laughs> needs to end. <laughs> You're you're all dog shit, you pieces of garbage. <laughs> and she like flips the, them off. <laughs> yeah, the uncle's like, whoa, 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 you need to go apologize. And she goes, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. I, I really, I feel so bad for all of you. Grabs the microphone because you're all fucking assholes. Yeah. Peace out, you bitches. And like flips them off and drops yeah. the mic. Your ratings are dog thing. shit. Yeah, you, sell, you smell like dog poop. Your breath is like it too, you pieces of garbage. What yeah, the fuck, fucking... lady? The whole movie's been about her trying to get into this dance competition. <laughs> she just throws it away. She just fucking dunks it at the last second. For no reason. Well, she had a reason. The reason is that she's actually a dog healer now. So yeah. she doesn't need this anymore. And you know what, Peter? You go get your group back. You got this, bud. Yeah, she's like, you're you're the real dog trainer. You go and do it. Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, done now. All right. I, sure. That's where the movie's going, I guess. Peter's dance scene is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> It, okay, as much as we've said that there are some fucking wild scenes before this, like the throwaway wind-up toy thing on her face, yeah. and the doggeroids, I think this might be the most insane scene. <laughs> he comes down from a dog-head disco ball that opens up spaceship-style to him dressed in some fucking ridiculously, like, poofy... Uh, costume that when you spin makes like a top look it's like a, a it's not egyptian but it's no I, I feel like they're trying to make it look egyptian and it's From like space? these long robe thing yeah like a space egyptian that like these long robes and this ps5 ass looking hat. <laughs> yeah he's kaiba really he it turns really into is. kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh, and then after that once he's bought the competition off with all of his money like a kaiba corp would he oh. turns into thriller starts thriller dancing he does a grease dance and turns into fucking uh, john travolta from greece and like it's just it's so much and he just he just trans he transforms he into magical these transformations every like five seconds into a new dance number they were having so much fun with this scene 
like he just does 10 different dances like he said like thriller and he's like, like oh you think you can dance look at this a bam a thriller a fucking grease i got it all baby <laughs> yeah and he just he just transforms yeah. magically like there's no costume change scene of him doing this he's just dancing and then suddenly he's in a new costume yeah. it just goes like poof and he's in something new and, and then they do the fabled triple flip Yes. Which is the exact same as the double flip. It's a still shot image that rotates very slowly <laughs> three times. Triple flip, screen. triple flip. <laughs> oh my god, it looked awful. It was so good. It, it, um, it looks so bad that it's incredible. <gasps> oh no, the triple. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Woo! Yeah! And and then he wins the competition after a judge fucks up the score. Yeah, they I go guess. 10, 10, and then a 9. And it's like, pressure oops, and looks it. up and turns it to a 10, which is not how that works. Nope. And then, and <laughs> then they, they crowd surf Piju, who has not been healed at all by Chakra Magic. Nope. And then the movie ends. <laughs> and then the movie ends. All the extras in this scene, like, the one of the judges is fucking Rufio. Like, um, yeah, 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 Rufio. Like, he's from just Hulk. straight up Rufio. He's got, like, this wild haircut and, like, a bone shirt and everything. Like, every... Yeah, we'll try and maybe put up some of this scene, these scenes on Twitter as much as I can. Because this is a visual thing. They still have, like, the yeah. no-doggeroid sign in the background again for this. Like, in this... a curtain, like, there's drapes everywhere. And it's... There's so many just weird things. It feels like, like my wife does a lot of uh, dance stuff. Like she's in a dance company and she does a, a bunch of different um, dance shows and things throughout the year. And it feels like what they did. And, and when we saw the the credits uh, with a very good song over it. Yeah. Um, original. Song, now available on uh, Spotify. Available on Spotify. It absolutely is. Yeah. They're, they have, um, basically grabbed every like dance troupe in the portland area or wherever they filmed this i think it's got to be portland um yeah and they basically get like a bunch of extras and I, i'm sure that they just go okay bring whatever old dance costumes you have and put on your old dance makeup and then just show up every single background character is just in some wild ass shit this and it movie rules. is visually incomprehensible yes there is so much happening. You could watch this movie multiple times and still not see everything. You wouldn't see the Cheeto statue in the background that looks like a Neverhood fucking, uh, you know, claymation character. You would not or like see... a Cactuar or something or like a yeah. they had the Cheeto's castle. They did, and when I say a castle, it no, was the castle. size of a person. Yeah, they made a giant Cheeto's castle just for a background thing for one scene. And then they just don't have it again. You you would not see everything. You can't. In one viewing. I, I'm and, sure. And even if you did, your this. brain would not process it. Not all of it. No. Wow.
Yep. And that's 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 Doggy, Doggy B. B. That's uh, Doggy I did want to read a quick review of Doggy B. I found, of course, part of it, part of it. So this is a two out of ten by user Maddox two three two. Okay. Doggy B could have been the next big thing, a watershed film about the struggles <laughs> that dogs have to become rappers. Instead, it's about some girl whose mom is a stereotypical asshole fighting against an oppressive hyper lady to secure her uncle's dog dancing ring. I wanted to see Doggy B go into the dark underground dog fighting scene. I wanted to see Doggy B battle to get a record deal. Instead, what I got was a movie that shames me more than it does excite me. I Fuck disagree. You. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you, Maddox123, whatever the fuck this asshole's this, this name is. This movie feels like a fever dream of a Pee-wee's big adventure in a dog world that is somehow also a Twilight Zone episode <laughs> about yoga people. Yeah, like, we still didn't even get into, like, when they do the Barkananda thing, um, yeah. they took a photo of their chakras, and they show the chakra of the dog, and then she's like, wait, it looks like some of the auras on me, too, and then they go, yeah. oh my god, that's Barkananda! Barkananda! And they looked at each other, and then they hit a big buzzer, and this oh, giant I forgot about the buzzer! Bee... Yeah, they have a giant bee neon sign that, like, goes, that's all, like, bone done up. Like, it's done, like, in a bee, but it's also, like, kind of designed like a dog bone. And they're like, Barkananda, 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 in, like, a very, you found the secret word of the day. (laughs) If if the music was better, I could see this being a Rocky Horror. Like, we we were saying this as we were watching it. I could see this being a movie that people dress up for, and just fucking play along with, because who cares? It's so fucking weird and wild. Yeah, it, it has that energy to it, too, because everybody's just done in these weird fucking costumes in every scene for no real reason. It's... Huh. <sighs> what a show. All right, well, I guess we have to rate the dogs, right? I You are sounding sad, but there are a lot of very good dogs to rate in here. I have written down... Uh, one, two, three, four... I have six different. Well, I have I have five five dogs and a special guest dog. I have a super okay. Super dog. I don't know if I have time to rate all those dogs. That's a lot of time commitment, Probably my friend. Not, yeah. Let's let's. I feel you like pick a couple. Pick, pick a couple. I was gonna say pick. Well, I was gonna say you should maybe pick your favorite. Which dog are you? So there's <sighs> which dog embodies you the most? There's Pio. There's Raz. There's Compass. There's Chaos. And then, of course, there's the two special guest dogs, Peter Wolf and Hang Ten Cat. <laughs> I am going to give myself a compass out of ten. <laughs> you you have some a compass energy. You, yeah, just sitting yeah. on the couch, pretending to be injured. So and you have, and you have extreme dancing. Hang Ten energy. <laughs> God, I which I I'm gonna count that one. That is definitely I'm, a dog. Yes. I want to have the hang ten energy of hang ten cat. I would love to be that, but I oh god I'm I feel like I feel like I'm a I'm a I'm a po. I've got I've got okay, some okay. Uh, some aura problems. <laughs> I, yes. I might I might faint occasionally. Oh, like they all have a personality. Raz just wants to hang out in people's arms, just get good pets. Hang ten cat just wants to. <laughs> Hang Ten Cat absolutely vaped just before he got on the screen. Hang Ten Cat not only vapes, but tells everyone that 
Hang Tent Cat is currently vaping. <laughs> you don't understand how much Hang Tent Cat vapes. Oh my god. Hang Tent Cat. <sighs> I, I wish that I could have a quarter of the Hang Tent energy that Hang Tent Cat has. Because Hang Tent Cat uh. is maybe... Oh, do any of these beat out Gertrude as our favorite doggy? No, do they, do not we, me. Do we I, get, I don't think do, so, no. I, <sighs> none of these dogs love Satan, not even Chaos. No, Chaos is very misnamed, because Chaos just yeah. kind of has dogroids, and seems like a very nice dog. It just kind of is there. Chaos doesn't have a lot of personality. I, I'm... Yeah, <sighs> fuck Chaos. <laughs> fuck Chaos, Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. fuck worst dog. Chaos. Hang worst Ten dog. Cat is now my best friend. Chaos only gets a ten out of ten. Fucking terrible dog. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, oh my god. I I'm thinking my new favorite dog is not a dog. It's Hang Ten Cat. If Hang Ten Cat was a dog, it would Ooh. easily be the best dog this, that we've this had is, on this. This is a very controversial episode of Rough Cuts. <laughs> The best dog is a cat. Change my mind. I'm out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Holy <laughs> shit, it is on Spotify. <laughs> I wasn't low. <laughs> I, I, I ain't lying. Why would I lie about that? <laughs> Why would you think that they didn't put this on Spotify?